You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Got questions about your hound's health? Need the facts on Fido's fitness or food? You want to unleash your pup's potential? Well, you've come to the right place because it's time to win with dogs. Here, we learn how easy it is to naturally improve the lives of our furry friends. So sit, stay, and get ready to win with dogs. With me, Raquel Wynn. Hey listeners, it's Raquel on another episode of Win With Dogs here at Pet Life Radio. Thanks for being with me today. Today on the show, you're in for a treat. I am talking to Dr. Mark Smith here in Nashville. We are lucky we got some good innovative vets here in town. Today we're going to be talking to him about all kinds of great things like acupressure and eastern nutrition and herbal medicine etc we are going to talk to him in just a minute but please hang tight while we take a quick break we'll be right back to speak with dr smith here on pet life radio win with dogs hey don't you go anywhere we'll be right back to win with dogs right after this quick water break It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life because they're a member of the family. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on Pet Life Radio. Hey, thanks for hanging tight. We are back to Win With Dogs here at Pet Life Radio. And joining us today is Dr. Mark Smith. Hello, Dr. Mark. Thanks for being with me. Hello, how are you? I'm excellent, thank you. Um, I am so thrilled to talk to you because you are a regular vet, regular meaning conventional medicine vet. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you also rely on a hands-on approach to diagnosis and healing and preventive medicine. And you studied Eastern medicine at the Chi Institute. And I'm fascinated about all of that information because I think we really can see a lot of positive healing and changes in the body when you do simple things that have been around for thousands of years. So like acupressure, how important is acupressure in your practice in terms of what kind of, it deal, I know you can deal with muscle issues and nerve issues and how important is it? Do you use it quite a bit in your practice, acupuncture? Probably on, I do uh, acupuncture both on dogs, cats, and horses, and I get some uh, requests to do it on some exotic animals also. But I'd say probably uh, it, you really need to divide it out into the age population you're working on. So I'd say in older pets, specifically dogs and cats, uh, I do quite a bit of acupuncture work and, and herbal work. Do you find like the herbs, I know for me I do a lot of supplementing with herbs in my animals' food for anything from, you know, preventing parasites to keeping fleas away rather than going with the conventional prescription route. Do you feel that that's just as effective? Yeah, I think it's a little bit different. And, and the reason why uh, is because the herbal, typically the herbal medicines, when they're used appropriately, uh, they can have pretty fascinating results. Now, they may take a little bit longer to work, but yeah. uh, there's minimal to no side effects with 99.9% with .9 of the herbal medicines. You know, with the Western prescription medicines, uh, they work a little bit quicker, and the effect is a little bit, there's a little bit more punch to them. Uh, but anytime you have something that's more uh, effective and quicker in onset, uh, the risk of side effects is, is enhanced. Every time you have that, your liver is screaming. <laughs> yeah, that screaming, or no. your kidneys or exactly. your digestive tract, you know. Yeah, totally. I had... I lost a um, Scottish Terrier, one that I rescued. I've had two, but the first one I had, Rocky, he came to me with a severe case of heartworms, and they used the arsenic treatment twice, and it didn't work, and then I got him, and, you know, I only did what I knew at the time to do, and he ended up, his heart was healing because of the prescription drugs he was taking, but he ended up dying of liver failure because his liver just couldn't take it anymore. So, right. I'm, yeah. I mean, ever since that experience, I've always been trying to suss out other means that, like you said, are 100% not going to hurt you. So, I mean, risk reward with that, like acupuncture and herbs is like, well, you might get results, but it definitely won't hurt, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So, that's great. So, you you also do Twina, if, am I saying that right? Yeah, that's a, tr a traditional, that's a one component of Eastern medicine. Basically, Twina is a, it's a way of massaging and uh, doing different massage techniques on the, the meridians. The meridians are kind of like, are, are a pathway of energy that, that flows uh, at the body surface that connects the external body with the internal working components of the body. And so it's very similar to either massage therapy or um, Western chiropractic. The only difference is that typically when you do these massage techniques on the body, you're doing them on meridians. Yeah. 
which are, like I said earlier, the framework that energy flows through the body. Yeah, and for those of you listening who aren't familiar with energy meridians, there are some really great resources to learn about acupuncture and Four Paws, Five Directions is a good book. I've also had some podcasts with some acupuncturists you can check out. But you're talking about energy meridians, and that's fascinating because let's say you have, you know, you see a dog. Let's say a dog comes to you, and he has kidney, a kidney problem. Like he's, you know, urinary incontinence, and his kidney is just hurting. You can effectively get his body to heal and get rid of that by changing, suggesting changes in the dog's nutrition, right? And herbs and acupuncture and massage rather than the traditional route. So why, I want to know, and you probably don't have an answer. No one does. Why is this not more prevalent and accepted? Why are we still on this drug craze with the animals now? Well, I think it's because of the... I mean, truth be told, it's the marketing, you know. I mean, these and products are not marketed, so the normal, everyday consumer uh, is not uh, aware of them. You know, the marketing, there's a different marketing component that goes into them. Yeah. Uh, So that's probably the main reason. An aggressive one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and that's probably the main reason. And then, you know, veterinarians, unless you take a, a, a proactive approach to, and you accept other modalities as mm-hmm. as you know there's credibility to other modalities yeah. and lots of times the veterinarian they may not be familiar with uh, uh, other options yeah I, I actually have been fortunate enough to have you know vets that are open minded and interested but they still kind of seem to be assuming that they can never grasp it it's like oh I don't understand that massage stuff <laughs> I've worked right. on I've worked on dogs with even you know bladder impingements you know your organs are sitting there if your muscles are tight or your energy is blocked on a meridian that affects your organs right you know totally so okay let me see I go into my vet's office and I'm ashamed to say <laughs> that there is a national dog food that is pretty recommended and I flip it over and the ingredients are you know beef byproducts water all kinds of brewers rice and just junk like this and I'm wondering why that's in the vet's office and now I know one of your passions is pet nutrition and you approach it with an eastern food therapy perspective and I know that you also even have a food that you've started, which is P-E-T-T-A-O.com. So am I going to find that in your veterinary practice, stuff with, you know, meat byproducts, et cetera? <laughs> well, what you'll find in, in, in my practice on the one hand is, well, let me just back up. Most of those foods are made to not necessarily in the best interest of the dog, but they're made more... Uh, to uh, accommodate our lifestyles. You know, mm-hmm. you can take a dry food in a bag. Uh, you don't have to do anything besides put it in your pantry. You come back a month later and it's still uh, yeah. useful. And so that's Yum. why those are there. Mm-hmm. And Yum. <laughs> so some people need those to accommodate their lifestyle. What we did is the more boutique or the more healthful pet foods typically are made with products, that something that you would consume uh meaning fresh vegetables and, and lean-type meats. Mm-hmm. 
So that's kind of what the pet dial product represents too. We've made it a little bit differently because we have in Eastern medicine, uh, food exerts properties and energetics on meridians. So we've chosen the foods in each particular diet based on how they function in the body. So what each pet needs. What, well, tra- what, each, what each pet needs and also how it affects the meridians that maintain balance in the body. So, okay, wait, I'm going to stop right here because we do have to take a break and I want to take a sidebar. So when we come back, I want to talk about those properties of food. And I assume that you're talking about yin, yang, heat and cool foods and how that affects the body. And I know that's like a complete generalization, but am I right? Am I right? Let's take a quick break. And for those of you interested in learning more about acupuncture and Pet Nutrition, Eastern Nutrition, please go on PetTau.com or you can go on the Qi Institute's website, which is TCVM, Traditional Chinese Veterinary Medicine.com. But um, we're going to get more into this food stuff, but we got to take a quick water break. So hang tight. We'll be back to Win With Dogs in just a second. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back to Win With Dogs right after this quick water break. your dog some thought with dog thoughts it's the iphone application that everyone's talking about what do you think of this a man in davis california says he's invented an application for the iphone that claims it can read your dog's mind huh? no it's true now, i read about it on my cat's twitter page that's fine jay leno talked about it cbs reported on it and now you can see what all the buzz is about Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. On your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. The dress code? Come as you are. Pajamas, a tux, 
You can even go naked like your pets. Unleash your party animal at my animal party. Guess you know from Animal Planet, TV, radio, the news, and bookstores will be joining me. And that's because after I won Best Pet Radio in America from the DWAA, I got my paw on the door and I met a lot of amazing people. And the best of the best are going to be coming to the party. They're coming to party with us. So join us at the animal party. Don't miss the party. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for hanging around. We're back to Win With Dogs with me, Raquel Wynn, on PetLife Radio. Okay, we're back. We're back. Hope you are all sated. Got your water break in. Mark, we're back, and we were just talking about your foods that you have started making for people that we can all order, which are great. And you said that you're a, you formulate them based on some of the Eastern food therapy principles. And I want to talk a little bit about that so that the listeners know what we're talking about. Basically, in Eastern medicine, there's two underlying theories. One of them is the theory of yin and yang. Uh, thank and, you, thank and, you. You mean yin yang? <laughs> well, yin yang, that's the southern southern way exactly. of saying it. Yang is probably the correct <laughs> way of saying it. But anyway, uh, basically that, you know, in the natural world, everything has a opposite man, woman, hot, cold, uh, night, day, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's one way of Let achieving dry. balance. <laughs> What'd you say? I said wet, dry. Yeah, yeah. The other okay. way is what's called according to the five element theory. That means in the world or in the in the natural world, there's five uh, universal natural elements: mm-hmm. uh, fire, uh-huh. earth, uh-huh. Uh, water, metal, earth, and wood. Fire, earth, wood, water, metal. Okay, uh-huh. and each food component is is uh, uh, relegated to one of those elements. That's called the five element theory. It's been around for 3,500 years. Okay. Yeah. It was the yin yang theory. Yeah. It's great. So basically, for instance, you may take a vegetable that grows in cooler weather, like turnips, uh, and you would attribute them as a cooling type vegetable. So if an animal has a hot condition, you counteract that with treating them with, or feeding them energetically foods. What is a hot condition? Well, like a kidney deficiency. Well, an allergy, okay, if you look at it from a Western component, a hot spot, which is uh, real common in the southern regions. Typically, dogs get it in the hot time of the year. It's painful. It drains. And it's angry. That's a heat condition. So what do you do? You put cooling things on it. Or you give an animal, if they have a a uh, recurrence of these things then you may feed them cool foods to counteract the heat that they're that's generated in the 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 lesion okay what about aggression like behavior is that considered like a hot condition well that that would go to more towards the five element theory which uh uh would probably deal with the animal's constitution or the animal's personality it's a little bit of a different thought process than what we're accustomed to in western culture yeah, but not hopefully for long. <laughs> yeah, hopefully yeah. we can integrate one of my main goals for everyone who knows me and what I do is to 
you know, integrate all of it. There's some wonderful things about, you know, Western medicine, and there's some wonderful things about Eastern medicine, and, you know, there's a time to for both of them, I think, you know? Right. So. Yeah, integrations, integration is, is uh, the key, I think, and, and balance and, and yeah. uh, communication and expectations. Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, so you're... Your, you know, foods, let me ask you one other thing. We're talking about food, and I get a lot of questions from clients on what to feed their dogs. And the other thing I, I get is, you know, there's a real emotional tie to this. It's their children, and it's hard to approach them and say, hey, you might want to consider that, you know, to feed them something different. People kind of take a personal, they get defensive about that, you know. It's like, well... You know, I thought it was organic food. It said yeah. it was good, you know, assuming right. that, like you said, the market is, you know, going to give you good food because it says it on the bag. No, right. wrong, wrong. Yeah. But, but I mean, really, I really advocate either cooking for your dog or, you know, I haven't found yet another thing like that you have that you can just kind of keep stored and it's equivalent to that. So your food is pasteurized. And it comes frozen, you can have it. How is that better than cooking for your dog, or is it not? Well, the reason why, I mean, cooking, well, that's another thing that goes into the people's lifestyles. I mean, some people have the time to actually cook for their pet, and yeah. if they can do that, that's more power to them. For me personally, I don't necessarily believe in, like, the raw diet. I feel like dogs need carbohydrates, vegetables, fruits, etc. You know, I know on your blog, and you have a blog, which is the blog address. What is that blog address? How can uh, they get to that? Well, I'm switching over right now, but it's marksmithvet.com. Marksmithvet.com. That's M-A-R-C-S-M-I-T-H-V-E-T.com. But I read your blog about grains and foods, and there's this conception like, oh, God, you can't feed your dog, you know, any carbohydrates. Right. And no, I mean, not the refined kind of carbohydrates, right? right. But yeah, that's, that's a misnomer. That's basically a marketing ploy. See, I thought so. Now, our dogs, cats are obligate. They're, they need to be carnivorous, correct? But dogs, not necessarily? Cats are what what's you... called an obligate carnivore. And the reason mm -hmm. why is because they have to have a certain amino acid in their diet, taurine, Chlorine, to yeah. live and to function for a long period of time. A dog is a carnivore. That means it... It primarily is a, is a meat eater, but it's not necessarily only a meat eater. Dogs can survive on a non-carnivorous diet, and they do it now all the time. They can survive. Yeah, I, actually, they can, they can do reasonably well. Yeah, that's cool. I actually researched that a lot for my book that I wrote, Stretch Your Dog Healthy, by the way. <laughs> that, and I had a whole section on vegetarianism because some dogs with cancers and different conditions that were really acute – they really came, bounced back from being really drastic with their diet like that and get, getting rid of the toxins, et cetera. But I let my puppies eat meat. <laughs> yeah. I let them eat meat. So cooking for your dog is good. Uh, you know, like organic meats, lean meats, fish, salmon, chicken, turkey, all that's good. Brown rice, oatmeal, vegetables, right? All that is fine, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our food just takes it a little bit from a little bit different perspective from the fact that we combine a, a few more exotic meats, not vegetables, but a few more exotic meats in there. And yeah. then we. And the herbs. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that type of thing. So we just make That's it a little bit easier for people to procure. 
Yeah, that's that's great. I think that's cool. So I want to know, is your practice, are you seeing an increase in people being open to, you know, to me, this kind of approach is like less fear-based. Like you're saying, it takes longer to kind of get a result, but if you can kind of hang in there <laughs> and believe that it's going to work and trust everyone that's helping you, you know, rather than going the prescription drug route, which is really fast usually. I mean, people, I think if they can get over the fear of something, you know, their animal dying or getting sick, I think that, you know, this approach will definitely be growing. Have you found that it is? Well, Do they I think get it? probably some of that goes where you are geographically in the part of the country. Here in my practice, I'd say 50% of the people are open-minded to it. And you got to understand people here that I do this, so they come here too. So that may taint it just a little bit. Being preventive in your approach does take a lot more commitment as a pet parent. You know, you're spending a lot more time. So, I mean, but I think that's good. I don't think you should just get a dog and tie it up in the backyard. I mean, that's ridiculous. I think it should be part of the family. (laughs) Absolutely. So you're helping with that. You are totally helping with that. Before we go, tell me one of good stories about practice, any good recovery stories, healing stories. One of them that specifically sticks out is I would say I was close-minded to Eastern medicine. So I went to school to actually learn about it for me to make my own judgment on it. But I'd been, I'd gone through all the schooling and all the requirements and uh, had a dog come to me that a veterinarian had worked on. She sent, she referred it to me because the the owners weren't willing to give up yet. Basically, this dog was emotionally, personality-wise, was pretty much intact. So the dog just couldn't move. So he was hurting, his joints were hurting, he was, like, clearly... Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. And so she had done the uh, traditional treatment with, you know, steroids. With anti-inflammatories and, and, and all that thing. crap. Yeah. <laughs> and it all that crap. Sorry. I'm sorry. It hadn't, <laughs> it hadn't been productive. Uh, and I vividly remember talking to the client, telling her, well, you know, I don't know if my treatment's going to help. It might. It may not. I mean, I, you know, and I, I'm, I'm a big believer in telling people, you know, exactly what I think and let them decide and if they want to do it and, and that type right. of thing. So anyway, we acupuncture. You're an honest southern man. <laughs> I, I try to be, yes ma'am. We, uh, we acupunctured once a day, five days, and to be honest with you, it still, it still shocks me. I mean, I don't know what made the dog get up. But yes, you oh. did. <laughs> okay. You were affecting his nervous system. You got that energy flowing you know what i mean you created movement and we know that movement heals so anyway sorry continue so the dog the the dog got up and five days later i I can't say it was 100 percent normal but it was 90 percent improved and uh, that case pretty much solidified the credibility to uh, acupuncture and to eastern medicine really i've seen some really things that i still stand back in disbelief about specifically uh, a lot of the food therapy issues, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah, and I, you know, I love that though. I consider myself a skeptic and Western, and I need physiological proof. But at the same time, with my own hands-on practice and holistic health training, I, I realize that you know, not everything can be measured. And you can't see everything and, you know, our need to have, as you know, I keep asking you, what percentage do you do this? I mean, stats are important to us, you know, so some of these things are not 
founded yet necessarily. Well, at least in, in our parts of the world anyway. So I appreciate all you're doing over there for the dogs. Oh, I want to ask you one more thing before we leave. I'm fascinated with diagnosing things with the tongue, looking at the tongue or the pulse. Can you tell me like anything about that and the listeners, anything about the pulse or the tongue, looking at the tongue, what that means, yeah. etc.? Well, what that means is if you, I mean, the underlying premise is the yin-yang theory, there's always a constant battle for balance. So in other words, a heat condition would be manifested, would manifest itself when you look at the tongue as a dry, red uh, tongue that, mm-hmm. and, a, and a panting dog. Okay, we mm-hmm. see that all the time. And mm-hmm. even though the dog may not be sick, it's showing signs of heat, which is typical of either an excess heat pattern or an underlying uh, yin deficiency. Or inflammation maybe in the body, well, you inflammation, know? Inflammation is the western counterpart to heat. You know, okay. inflammation well, is the western yeah. perspective of heat. That okay. makes sense to me because I, yeah. you know, as a personal trainer, neuromuscular therapist, <laughs> we talk a lot about that. But, okay, continue. Yeah. So, so. so cold, uh, which is another factor, the, the easiest way to recognize that is older people, when they've been in bed, uh, when they get up, uh, lots of times they're stiff. And then when you start walking around and you generate heat from internally within the body, your uh your lameness and stiffness goes away. Okay, that's more AKA of a cold arthritis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm giving you all the Western <laughs> AKA <Right>. arthritis. <laughs> right. So in Eastern cool. medicine, arthritis is called B syndrome, B I, and there's there's about nine different causes of arthritis. I love all that. I mean, you can study. There's so much knowledge out there. It fascinates me. I study one modality, and then it takes me into another. I mean, it's it's endless. It's endless. So I encourage everyone listening to get out there and broaden your knowledge with some of this stuff. And unfortunately, we're going to have to come back to talk about pulse diagnosis because we're running out of time. And I've gotten all the links. Any one of you who want more information on what Dr. Mark Smith is doing with his food stuff, please go to PetTao.com. That's P-E-T-T-A-O.com. Or you can go to his website, which is MarkSmithVet.com, M-A-R-C-S-M-I-T-H-V-E-T.com. And this will all be on Win With Dogs, our site, as usual. And Mark, anything that I left off that you want to say in closing? No, don't think so. I think that covers it. Good. Well, thanks for lending us your perspective and I'd love to have you back and just talk more about some of your experiences with the dogs and other animals you're working with. Do you ever work on rats? I used to have a pet rat. <laughs> I've never worked on a rat. I worked on an African serval yesterday. What the heck's uh, that? Well, it's a some kind of, I didn't know what it was either, but it's some kind <laughs> of like an African cat. It's a little bit bigger than a regular domesticated cat. So but I hey, it on has- one of those yesterday. It has muscles, bones, and tissues just like this. That's why I realized, wait a minute, dogs are having the same kind of conditions we are. So I'm glad to see that someone's bringing in Chinese medicine principles and giving it to the dogs too, not just the humans. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Mark, thanks for being a great guest. I appreciate all the wonderful things you're doing for animals. And again, if you want more information, please check out his websites or email me at Raquel at PetLifeRadio.com. Until next time, 
please get this knowledge, get whatever knowledge, whatever resonates with you, and go win with dogs. Thanks again. Exercise, nutrition, interaction, and love make for one healthy, happy hound. Give yourself the gift of knowledge on demand every week right here at Pet Life Radio with me, Raquel Wynn, and Win with Dogs.